0: Hey mom. Hey Mac. (laughs) Um, So this is
1: our, (laughs) why are you giggling already? (laughs) This is our pilot episode for our podcast. Hey mom. Hey Mac. But originally it was not called Hey mom. Hey Mac. It was called the people, people podcast. So you're going to hear a lot of conversation about why we called it the people, people podcast and all these other things. The important thing for you to remember (laughs) moving forward is that (laughs) (laughs) is that uh it's not called that anymore so sorry for the confusion but that's why we're gonna soft release this first one and we'll talk to you in the next episode about uh what's going
0: on with the uh, hey mom hey mac podcast welcome to the people people podcast
1: the podcast where there's no need for name calling. Uh, <laughs> my name is Mac and this is our very first episode of the People People podcast. Uh, I'm joined by my mom oh. and, and for those of you who don't know, I in 2011 I started writing a blog called Hey Mom at Your Behest Mom um I actually didn't think it would be a good idea I didn't think I would enjoy it and uh eventually I gave in and started writing a blog and I really haven't stopped since so I I really feel like the people people podcast is kind of going to be in a lot of ways your response to the hey mom blog (laughs) um because a lot of times it's it's a very one-sided thing right even if even if you have a reaction to the blog post, a lot of times you tell me directly. So other people don't really get to see that side of our interaction. So I'm very excited to have this opportunity to get to chat with you and, you know, let's meet the bomb behind Hey Mom. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, so I think uh, the best place to start, I think, will be the brown mug. Okay. I have this mug. And it's ugly make no mistake, it's ugly. I think it's charming and beautiful and I love it. I actually (laughs) took it from my parents when uh, they started downsizing because I love this mug so much. So they were going to get rid of the mug and I adopted it and it's now uh, been with me ever since. Can you explain to people, because you've always hated this mug, right?
0: Yes, from the moment we bought the mug, I've never liked it. It was given to us as a gift I do mm-hmm. get I understand <laughs> but first your dad really liked the, the mug as well but it didn't really go with the decor and mm-hmm. we had a lot of mugs and I just did not like this brown mug at all it just to me it was like super ugly and just
1: it's it's brown and the inside is kind of painted a teal color and just the way it's shaped kind of reminds me of the the big like beer mugs in um, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, what it reminds me of. Yeah. So I'll post a picture on the aluminum linings Instagram for anyone who wants to behold this mug. But um, this, this mug and the reason why this mug has come up in conversation this week is because I was talking to you on the phone about it and the mug has got a whole bunch of cracks in it. So I can't put it in the dishwasher anymore. I have to hand wash it, which I usually don't do either, because I'm really worried that it's gonna just (laughs) break apart in my hands. And um, and, but the mug has sentimental value to me, so I guess the kind of core of our conversation this week was a that cracks in mugs are a breeding ground for bacteria, allegedly. Um, (laughs) Allegedly, (laughs) it's a fact. If I wash it, if I rinse it out with real hot water, I'm probably killing a lot of that bacteria. No.
0: Are you using soap? Sometimes.
1: Well, if I'm the only person drinking out of it, how is there other bacteria in the cracks in the mug? Like I'm not passing the mug around.
0: No, but just like your toothbrushes can get feces on it. Well, but your we mug like, just laying around can get bacteria.
1: Uh, I do bring the mug into the bathroom. So there is probably feces on that too,
0: <laughs> which is a whole other discussion.
1: Yeah, because you never bring, you don't bring dishes or food into the bathroom with you, even if you're just getting ready doing your hair, right?
0: No, I, I used to bring a coffee mug to drink my coffee, but I prefer not to have it in the bathroom for sure, for sure.
1: So have you always been like that ever since you were like little or is this something that as an adult, you're like, ah, I don't actually like doing this?
0: No, I've never eaten food in a bathroom Ever. Man, you're missing out. But I mean, I have on occasion, I had coffee in the bathroom and that was generally when I would be getting ready for church or something like that. But I decided that it was not a practice I wanted to have my coffee in the bathroom. So I have actively since doing that, have decided I don't want my coffee in the bathroom.
1: I partially agree with you on some of those things. It's cool. (laughs) Well, your
0: toothbrush is in there.
1: I'll never be one of those people that like eats in the bathtub or anything like that. But I think that is more to do with eating while I don't have clothes on and less to do with the fact that it's the bathroom.
0: Oh, (laughs) who was it that I was talking to that was eating lasagna in the shower? I have no idea. (laughs) That was not me.
1: Listen, mom, I've done a a lot of (laughs) zany things in my in my days, but I have not eaten lasagna in the shower
0: Was like uh, a pity party in the shower. <laughs> it was an actual person I was talking to. <laughs> I have weeded about eating
1: a grilled cheese in the shower.
0: but you have never actually done it.
1: Finished off a grilled cheese in the shower.
0: <laughs> like
1: pop it in your mouth and then
0: step in the shower. Like you know how you
1: cut a grilled cheese diagonally from corner to corner? Yes. Yeah. So then if you had like a quarter of one half, like a quarter of it left and you're just taking a couple bites, but I also get in the shower and then turn on the water. I don't walk into the shower while
0: the water's running. Oh, okay. See, I, I walk in the shower when it's running.
1: Oh no. I get in there and I just turn it on
0: mom. (laughs) Well, I just don't understand under what circumstances would you need to eat in the shower?
1: Sometimes you're in a rush and you're trying to Cram a bunch of food in your That you your couldn't jobs. take
0: two seconds to shove it into your mouth and then get in the shower? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mom, if I don't have time to wait for the water to heat up before I jump in the shower, I don't have time to finish my grilled cheese.
0: <laughs> well, I just feel like what? where could you have shaved off time in another place, like somewhere else? Okay, so here's the thing.
1: My showering process is already very minimal. <laughs> because I, I'm almost, I almost never shave my legs, let alone in the shower. I get oh in the shower, I wash my hair. I... <laughs> You're killing I me. In the shower. <laughs> I get in the shower and I wash my hair. I put conditioner in my hair. While the conditioner is in my hair, I, I scrub up quick, rinse the conditioner, and get out of the shower. So I'm not in the shower for very long unless I accidentally fall asleep in the shower, which I have done historically. <laughs>
0: I don't know how you could do that. (laughs) Well, it's a lot, it's easier
1: where I am now because there were elderly people living in the house before us. And what that means is in the bathroom, there are handrails everywhere. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You just grab onto a handrail so you don't slip and fall. And it's actually pretty easy to doze off. I'm not going to lie to you. People (laughs) think you can't fall asleep standing up. It's hard to fall asleep standing up. Incorrect. If you got some hot water on you. Yeah, I don't know, Mackenzie. <laughs> you've never fallen asleep in the shower? No. <laughs> you had three small kids. You worked yeah. part-time kind of off and on during, while having three kids at home. You're telling me you never yeah. jumped in the shower and were just like, oh man, I am too tired. I need to have a quick five-minute, ten-minute power nap?
0: No, no. I would have done that. I would have
1: had a bath. So you'll fall asleep in the bathtub, but you won't fall asleep in the shower?
0: Yes, I definitely would fall asleep in the bathtub, but I would never Um, fall asleep in the shower.
1: Mom, that is so dangerous to fall asleep in the bathtub.
0: (laughs) Well, you can slip and fall in the shower. Yeah, but you could drown in the bath. You could drown,
1: you could aspirate a bunch of water. If I slip and fall in the shower, okay, yeah, you're right. But that's if I slip and fall in the shower. It's not a matter of if you drown in the bathtub. It's a matter of when you drown in the bathtub, if you're falling asleep in the tub.
0: Okay, but statistically, can you you drown in the shower?
1: I guess if your shower didn't drain properly, because you don't need that much, you would have to fall like face first into the water though. So then you would have to not be facing the shower head you'd have to be facing away from it and fall backwards or fall forward towards the tub
0: you'd have to be face up
1: well that's what know? i mean how do you fall how do you fall asleep in the shower which granted i when i fall asleep in the shower i don't decide to fall asleep in the shower i doze off in the shower
0: but you could you could slip and fall bang you your could head but and you're s- unconscious right but could you're you standing drown still drown in as instance like that <laughs>
1: That's the way off course. <laughs> well, but I'm trying to think here because I'm trying to imagine a world where, first of all, you're standing stationary. So if you fall backwards, it'd be like you nod off, you jerk awake, and then you fall, right? Right. So then I guess the question would be you would have to fall face first in such a way that your your bathtub was long enough that your face landed in enough water that you could drown. Oh, okay. Because I think if you were face up and you just had shower water hitting your face, I don't think you okay. would drown.
0: All right. But if you're but face you down and your shower doesn't your head drain that and good and go unconscious,
1: yes, yeah, you could bang your head and knock yourself out for sure. But if you're holding onto a handrail, you're limiting your risk. You're mitigating that risk all day.
0: True, <laughs> but um... <laughs> we're way off course, but <laughs> back to eating in the shower. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I don't I don't like to eat when I'm not clothed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the times where I've been eating in the shower is like I'm rushing, I'm cramming stuff in my gob trying to get in the shower. I never I don't think I've ever eaten on the toilet. That's a bit much for me. Yeah, no.
0: That would be out of the question for me.
1: Well, if I'm like just getting ready in the bathroom, I'm not using the bathroom. I'll bring snacks in there all day. I bring snacks in yeah. there. I bring my laptop in there. No. <laughs> yeah. I- what if I got stuff I gotta do or I'm reading something or I wanna listen you to music?
0: Wait two minutes. Like that's what I'm getting at. It's poor time management if you can't go to the bathroom without eating or drinking. Well, what if it's not about
1: what if it's not about time management? What if it's about like I want to enjoy the process of getting ready and in order to do that I need snacks?
0: It's not a necessity you're right Stacks in the bathroom I'll agree with you
1: on that mom absolutely not a necessity are they a crime though I don't think so
0: <laughs> I think it is so the bathroom if you... is not not even close to a sterile place hey but
1: what part of the house is a sterile place
0: well anywhere is probably more sterile than the bathroom
1: okay but you also brush your <laughs> teeth you places. also brush your teeth in the bathroom though So I'm just saying, if you're going to go as far as to say you shouldn't eat snacks in the bathroom ever, I'm not saying you should eat snacks while you're dropping a deuce. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying that if you're getting ready, you want a little plate of something you know, no, or you're, I, I you're cramming that... a grilled cheese in there before you hop in the shower or while you're hopping in the shower. No, I don't think, that's no, so there,
0: I don't think there are very many circumstances that you can, you can justify that.
1: <laughs> what if you're hiding snacks from somebody?
0: Why would you pick the bathroom? Because
1: wh- would you ever look in the bathroom for snacks? <laughs> no. Because I know I wouldn't I wouldn't be like I'm gonna pop open my roommate's bathroom drawer see if they're hiding some Ritz crackers in there
0: I would do <laughs> well I, listen I repeatedly
1: <laughs> hide snacks at my house first of all you do have to be careful though about bathroom snacks because you don't want anything that can get soggy so for example, Ritz crackers, you got to have them in a vacuum sealed con- or in like a sealed container or something where they can't get mushy in there because you're going to have a lot of condensation in there. It gets all steamy in the shower. So you got to be careful about the types of snacks you hide in the bathroom for sure. Matt, do you know this by experience? I just told you I routinely hide snacks around my house.
0: Yeah, but do you hide them in the bathroom?
1: Well, not always, but sometimes in a pinch, someone comes (laughs) through the front door, you got to jam the snack somewhere.
0: (laughs) Sometimes in a pinch. (laughs) Sometimes in a pinch.
1: You know, I'm not saying you don't go back and retrieve that snack later. Absolutely, you do. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't hide snacks long-term in a bathroom because I have my own bedroom.
0: I don't think that there's any scenario that I would do that.
1: Hmm. Well, Mom. That seems like that yeah. seems like a complete
0: to end the first
1: episode. <laughs> oh, um, I do want to quickly say the reason why I thought of the tagline, which is not not set in stone in any way, is there's no place for name calling, is because I feel when you get kind of towards the end of, of a rant or or something like that, where you do not understand why someone does something, you are the probably the most anti-name-calling person I know. Okay. <laughs> where you you will do amazing phonetic acrobats to avoid call, name-calling. <laughs> yes, but when you're kind of exasperated me. with like people who hold an opinion different from you, instead of name-calling, you just go, people,
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> I, there was a couple of times I almost said that.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I think it's a a good way to end the podcast is thank you for listening to the people. I'll open the podcast. You can close the podcast.
0: Okay. What do I say?
1: (laughs) You can say something like, thank you for listening to the people, people podcast. Remember there's no need for name calling.
0: Okay. Thank you for listening to the people, people podcast. And remember there's no, word name calling
1: <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember how you phrase it because normally you'll do
0: name calling when we say something it is true I'll just say name calling as yeah.
1: a reminder There's
0: which no I think is calling. like
1: every once in a while I'm on the phone and I'll call someone something which are words I'm not going to repeat on the podcast mom because I know you don't like them
0: are they like words that are a gateway to profanity
1: Yes, mom, they are gateway words to profanity, (laughs) which we could do a whole episode on because I have so many gateway words. (laughs) Join us next week on the People People podcast where we talk about gateway words to profanity. Excellent. Anything you want to add, Giggly McGee? No. We'll talk to you guys later.
0: (laughs) You seem shocked. (laughs) You seem shocked. (laughs) You just said, hey, Mac, with so much gusto, I wasn't expecting it.